focusing the mind's eye on a target or goal should be something that everyone should be able to do, or at least strive to start. These things, goals or desires, could be anything such as career, personal or professional development, relationships, business, or even social aspects like starting a charity or volunteering. The list is potentially endless. Everything that has been created, things like art, structures, bridge, or bridges, music, sonnets, plays, movies, businesses, buildings, and technology on this planet have been the result of someone's mind and their singular attention. But the flip side of this is also true in that everything that has been destroyed and the means on how to destroy or damage something is also part of someone's mind and intention. We as human beings are natural creators. It doesn't matter if this is creating artwork or life, but we are also creators of destruction. Hello folks, welcome to the Theseus Project, a podcast about men's mental health and the grind to learn more about what it means to be a man. I'm your editor and host, Michael Chard. Today's topic, visualization. So come on then, Michael, what does visualization actually mean? According to Google, visualization means one, formation of mental visual images, or two, the act of processing or interpreting in visual terms or putting into a visible form. Majority of people, including myself, are clueless about how powerful mental visualization actually is and what it can do and to both you and to those around you. And I think that the big issue is that visualizing is something we do as people every single day. And this process can often produce a positive, negative, or even a neutral result of which we're just not aware of, or perhaps even considered. Visualization as a positive action can be extremely life-changing. In your mind, you can start to outline what you want to manifest and plan to obtain such wonders into your life. You can plan to start a new career, you could embark on a whole new journey of personal discovery, such as starting a new project or doing a new skill. Or you can simply think that today is going to be, well, less shit. The alternative approach is also true, however. You can adopt to take a negative visualization path, either knowingly or subconsciously, such as thinking, uh, sticking to a default frame of mind or by choice and start to visualize circumstances and events and plan outcomes just to manifest and justify your self-belief and opinion to see that everything is awful and that people don't want to be around you and that you're all alone and you only ever want to see the hate and spite in life. In this podcast, I want to talk about my experiences of visualization from a positive and negative approach ways in which I've brought success and achievement and material possessions to myself and to my career and my life overall. Now negative visualization has also impacted my well-being and that still has lasting effects to my personal and professional outlook and my overall viewpoint in life. 
Again, that's like my previous podcast. This will contain aspects of my early years into my 20s and 30s, from our early adult development and moving into my career and life today. I sincerely appreciate you spending your free time listening to this podcast. Please consider that I'm doing this so that other people can learn, and not just men, it would seem. Even though I focus on men's mental health, I want others to think of their own experiences whilst listening to my own. Quite a few of you out there have sent in messages recently, and unfortunately, the evidence is starting to build that there are a great many others out there that have had far worse, far worse experiences happen to them. Please, I really want you to listen and absorb, and to understand that this podcast is aimed to honour and respect you. And hopefully you realise what I'm trying to do is to empower you to stand up, be noticed, and to heal. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, just know that I'm thinking of you. By self-reflecting upon my own experiences, by pushing out this sometimes difficult content, I wish to be able to help others. So please grab your drink of choice and let's get underway. But before we do that, I need to ask you a favour. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast so you can grab all of the upcoming episodes of the Theseus Project podcast. Also, if possible, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. That would really help us out and keep the algorithm happy. So visualization, does it really work? Or is it just self-help mumbo-jumbo? Well, yes, in my opinion, it does work. But visualization as a tool is powerful. But without action, it is just a waste of time. You've heard me mention before that the key to progress is execute, execute, execute. You can take the time thinking and planning of what it is you want or need to do, but without pulling the trigger on your vision, it will always be just a pipe dream. I've studied visualization for quite some time now, and after watching numerous videos on YouTube and reading studies and reflecting on TED Talks, there's been so many different ways that you can approach visualization. So videos on the topic of visualization are plentiful on YouTube. Take a dive and just see for yourself how far the rabbit hole goes. Upon reviewing my goals and how visualization helped me to achieve them, I wanted to just get my motorbike license and purchase my first motorcycle since I was really young. I went to trade shows at the NEC, exposed myself to the culture of motorcycles on television. I bought clothing, magazines, watched videos of the specific bike I desired. My first bike was a Yamaha XGR 1300, big black 1300cc muscle bike. I put an image of this very bike on the background of my laptop. I cut stuff out of magazines and constantly saw myself on the back of one of these powerful bikes. I visited bike shops, sat on different models and colours, further reaffirming and cementing this idea in my mind. Turns out everything I was doing was setting my mind to the task, visualising what I wanted to achieve and what my soul wanted to do. And I put that goal firmly front and centre in my mind's eye. Through action, investment, grit and hard work, I brought that visualization of getting the motorcycle and my license from a dream into being reality. 
I didn't have much money at the time, so I needed to sacrifice. My mother had recently passed away, which clouded my mind. My career had stalled and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Totally clueless. And I needed a release. So my energy was directed at achieving a lifelong goal and getting this bike license and the bike I wanted was it. Turns out I did exactly the same exercise later on in life as well when I bought my next bike. It needed to be something rare, difficult to find, special, trendy, one of a kind if possible. So I went out and purchased a Yamaha MT-01. Even bigger than my previous bike is 1700ccs is something which fit my personality perfectly. So upon reflection, what have I just told you? Well, what I mentioned previously was one, my rough early attempt at building a basic vision board. Two, positive affirmation in my mind of what it is I wanted to achieve. Three, outlining a plan for my goal to get what my soul yearned for. And four, executing like a boss. So let's look at these each in turn. Vision board or building a vision board. I had taken an image of the thing that I wanted. In this case, it was the motorcycle and placed it front and center of my work environment. That can be considered a rough vision board. Vision boards, they help us visualize the things that we want, the goals we want to achieve, and the ways that we want to feel about things. Visualizing your desires is one of the best ways to achieve goals. An easy way to practice positive visualization is by making a vision board. These boards can include lists of things to be thankful for, material goods such as cars or houses, items from your bucket lists, any motivational song playlist, a support system such as family or friends, or specific books for you to read for achieving your overall vision. Now I've turned into a big list guy. So by using the vision board to capture these core practices or ideas, this can help you push and apply effort into achieving the reality of your vision. Now there are a number of apps and videos on YouTube and pages in the internet and approaches to building vision boards. Personally, I find reviewing Pinterest and looking for vision boards on Pinterest a really good starting place. They can be physical vision boards that you create and then stick on the bedroom wall or in your office or a study, or you can even fire up an app and reflect on what it is that you're aiming for. Also, research is starting to reflect that getting children to create and maintain a vision board is beneficial in helping them map out what they want to achieve in life and what they want to work towards. Not just in terms of career or life goals, but what they actually want. Combine that with journaling from a young age and regular brainstorming and review and that's powerful stuff. Number two, positive affirmation. By holding the image of what I wanted to achieve and knowing inside that I was good enough to do it, Unknowingly, I was holding what is called a daily positive affirmation, repeating to myself that this was my goal, I wanted this, I needed this, and it was a lifelong achievement, and I was striving to tick off and keep this fresh and real and relevant. Affirmations are a powerful tool that seem to work in strange and mysterious ways, but 
that's a podcast for another time. Number three, having a clear plan. Executing a clear plan to achieve something is like pure bright nourishment for the soul. That feeling when you pass an exam or buy your first house, get your driving license or start that new job, or even a new business, or even a side hustle. The result of having a detailed plan is like being able to keep that feeling on tap or in a bottle. That dopamine kick is worth every drop of effort it takes to achieve it. Creating a plan should be detailed and at enough level that you can action on each stage without spending too long attempting to recover what it is you were thinking at the time you created and started the process. Quick tip for you. Do not think about the whole process as just one big lump deal. Break into chunks and work backwards. Start at the finish line and then think backwards. That way you can trick your brain into thinking about the tasks in an easier mindset. Far better than thinking about pushing up a task uphill one after another. Much, much easier doing it backwards. Number four, execution like a boss. Make time and push for what it is you want. In the words of C.T. Flesher, become obsessed with what you're trying to achieve. Dream about it. Focus on it. Each and every day, push and graft to get that outcome. So what have we learned about positive visualization? Visualization brings into focus what we want to achieve. Number two, it establishes a personal emotional connection that motivates you to achieve your goals. Number three, using tools such as vision boards really help you make your dreams become reality. Number four, visualization can help you clarify what you want out of life. Number five, Visualization is also a form of meditation, creating a calm space to focus on what you need. More on that later. Number six, imagination has no limits. Go wild with what it is you want to get. Number seven, it's an important act for everyone, not just creative people as painters and builders or engineers. And finally, number eight, you're probably already doing it. Like I mentioned earlier, just think about what it is you achieved to date. How you done that? Now just refine that process and you're golden. So what about negative visualization? At the start of the podcast, I mentioned how we are creating people, how we are creative people. We manifest what our minds create. And it doesn't matter if it's a positive creation or negative thoughts. Now, during my youth, I had been bullied and abused either physically or emotionally by my peers at school or by my family at home. So I learned quite early on that I had little to no value to most of the people in my life and that I was truly on my own. In my early teens and in my 20s, I had built a solid framework in my mind about how I was perceived by others. And that meant that often quite daily, I held a visualization in my mind that one, I had no value. I mean, how can people treat me so badly if they wanted me around? I'm just a toy to them. Disposable even. Number two, I wasn't wanted. I was a mistake. My mother drummed it into me that she gave birth to me at 16 and 
I was a mistake and I shouldn't have happened. Number three, I was not fit for love. I looked like my father, and he was the evil incarnate, so I wasn't fit for it. Number four, I was dumb. How could anyone achieve anything when you can't get decent GCSE grades? And number five, I was a loser. You couldn't keep friends around you. It's all your fault, so don't even bother. And on, and on, and on. <laughs> Now, of course, I'm older, and I don't hold that much value on the opinions of others, unless I ask for it from you, of course. Now you see that the defenses, or my walls that went up around me, started to isolate me, trying to protect me. And by thinking and accepting in my soul in advance of what little value I had to others, so not to get wounded by the actions or words of the others around me. I mean, if I had already done this to myself this morning, there's nothing more that you can do to me to make it worse, is there? Turns out that this destructive visualization practice. Is actually a defense mechanism. Negative visualization allows people with that inbuilt mindset to be prepared for anything that may come along. Think of it as a kind of foresight. This one feeds into overthinking, I suppose. Recommend you check back on one of my earlier podcast episodes. I think it was episode one, in hindsight, for more about overthinking. Have you ever tried a visualization exercise? Got any ideas on what you would like to see? Tell you what, why don't we try and have a go on one of those now? Let's do one together. We have the power of doing mindfulness and visualization. Combining the two can often leave you to having a clearer understanding of what it is you want or need. Now, if you're driving or out and about, this probably isn't the best time for you to do this. But if you want to have a crack at mindfulness technique or visualization technique, then pause this podcast and come back to it. But for the rest of us, let's see how we get on, shall we? I mean, why not? What have you got to lose? You never know. You might enjoy it. So, to start with, get somewhere comfortable. Perhaps lie on a bed or sit in a comfy chair, with feet flat on the ground and hands by your side. Keep a nice, easy, soft focus in your eyes, and just look forward with your vision on something ordinary, like a television set or chest of drawers or something unusually ordinary. Take a deep breath in. Through your nose to the count of five, and out of your mouth to the count of three. In and out to the count of five, and out to the count of three. Maintain a nice rhythm, and just breathe. Next breath, start to gently close your eyes, soft and gentle. No need for any pressure. Repeat the breath cycle a few more times. Just relax. This time is for you. 
and you deserve this. Start to notice what your body feels like, from the very tip of your head down to your shoulders, your arms, moving on down to your stomach, into your hips and thighs, all the way down to the tips of your toes. Notice if the body is feeling relaxed or tense, it doesn't matter what it is. Just accept it. Continue to breathe normally now. Turn your attention outward. Can you hear any noises? How far away can you hear those noises? Out into the street? Potentially further? Wander with your mind to where there's noises are coming from, all the while continuing the breath. And start to bring your attention back into your mind. Now, start to think about what it is that you really want to achieve your goals. Let your mind just wander with it. Think about it. Does your gut tell you? All the while remembering the breath. And if your mind starts to wander away, don't feel bad about it. Just bring it back and again refocus on your breath. Think deeply about the goals you want, what you need to achieve. Make a mental note to remember these goals. Let your mind just dance through the options and the desires of what it is you want to do. decision-making abilities often advises the mind which part feels right to you which goal feels right let your mind and your gut have that conversation sit back and think about the outcome continue to breathe Now add some framework to those thoughts. What it is that you want to achieve and how you think you'll best achieve it. Project some positive energy into your wants and desires. Reaffirm that you will work to get this. You deserve to achieve it. Surround your goals with positive energy with the thought that 
you will do everything in your power to do this. And slowly bring your thoughts back to the breath. Start to feel your heart pounding its beat and its pulse. Feel the energy inside of you. That energy pushes your activity every day. Know that you can do this. Now slowly open your eyes. Move your fingers and wiggle your toes. Take a big deep breath in. Really slowly to the count of eight. And breathe out to the count of four. Do that a couple more times. Now remember what it is that you really wanted to do. Now go write this down. It's important. (laughs) So, what do you think of that exercise? It can take several attempts to get mindfulness techniques right. And it won't work for everybody straight away. But with perseverance and regular practice, mindfulness and breathing techniques work wonders. And I really hope you enjoyed this guided mindfulness visualization technique. Um, In the future, I'll look to do more with different things and music in the background for you guys to enjoy. Finally, a quick disclaimer. The Theseus Project and myself are not professionals. If you have a serious mental health crisis and need urgent assistance, Please, please, please seek assistance from the emergency services. If you're in the UK, you can now refer yourselves to the NHS Talking Therapies online. Just a quick search and you've taken the first step. Full disclaimer, I've done this and I found it to be very helpful. There is no shame. and It is completely fine to ask for help. Remember, it is okay to not be okay. Feel free to contact us at The Thesis Project on Instagram, either by comments or just slide into those DMs. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this and any of our other podcasts. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this. And don't forget to like and subscribe or leave a five-star review if you've enjoyed this podcast. I look forward to exploring more mental health topics and techniques, visualization and mindfulness stuff again with you very, very soon. Take care. I'm thinking of you. <laughs>